Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello and welcome to Off The Beat and Track Podcast. I'm your host, I'm Stu Whiffin. It's another week, therefore it's another episode. Today's episode... I talked to singer Emily Burns, and it's a wonderful discussion. You're in for a real treat today. Emily's super lovely, and it's just a a really nice insight and chat into her creative journey to date. Before we get on with that chat, uh, a couple of nice thank yous. So big thanks to Scroobius Pip and everybody at the Distraction Pieces Network. I'd also like to thank 76, my producer, who he's spent the last year... uh, trying to ensure that you guys get the warmest sounding podcast uh, that's possible because obviously we're recording all of these remotely uh, so sometimes you're not getting that perfect studio sound but he's doing a wonderful job in ensuring that the audio we get sounds nice and warm uh, and, and is as close to close to perfect as you can get. So big thanks to 76 for doing that. Um, if this is your first time listening to Off The Beat and Track podcast. When you get to the end of this ACE chat with Emily, why not explore the back catalogue? Because you'll have access to over 250 episodes. You can hear me talking to musicians such as Melanie C, um, Foo Fighters, Chuck D of Public Enemy, uh, Tommy Lee of Motley Crue, Suede, Idols, Sleaford Mods. Oh, there's Fat Boy Slim. Go and, uh, go and have a little look. If you like your comedians, you can hear me talking to Maisie Adam, uh, James Acaster, Ed Gamble, Jade Adams. And if you like your actors, you can hear me talking to Maxine Peake, Michael Smiley, Joe Hartley, Thomas Turgus. So there's, there's loads of ace chats to be enjoyed, and they're all in the, the back catalogue available for free. If you'd like to support Off The Beaten Track... There's one place that I'd direct you, and that's to my Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. And if you go over to there, you get access to another few hundred back catalogue episodes, radio shows, video episodes. And I try to put up sort of two or three bits of audio or or video for you every week. So you get loads of exclusives over there. And I think it's $5 a month. So I think there's even a a $1 a month option as well. So for as little as a, a, a dollar a month, you get you get some content and you get to support this podcast. Um, I think that's it. Um, I think we can get on with the episode. Oh, just quickly, in regards to all of the stuff I've just mentioned, there's a one-stop shop for that. www.offthebeatandtrackpodcast.com. That's beat and. Some people think it's beaten. 
beatandtrackpodcast.com. Right, done. Now to the good stuff. Please enjoy Off the Beat and Track Podcast with the wonderful Emily Burns. It's Off the Beat and Track Podcast on the Distraction Pieces Network. With me, Stu Whipping. Hello, Emily Burns. How are you today? I'm very good, Stu. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. So we're recording this uh, on the 2nd of March. Are we, I mean, are you kind of feeling the same as as me in regards to a little bit of good news from, from the government last week and the sun seemed to come out last week? Are you feeling a kind of little hint of positivity? Yeah, definitely. It feels like there's, yeah, it feels like it was good good news and there's good things on the horizon. So as long as we all just, you know, try and stay positive now, it's not going to be too long before hopefully life can get back to some kind of normality. Fingers crossed. So, well, let's, let's just look back um, briefly uh, across the last year. And how have you found that as Emily Burns human being and Emily Burns creative? <laughs> Yeah, I guess it is kind of two different things because on a on a creative level I've definitely I've managed to keep releasing music. I've kind of been we sort of me and my management kind of had a release plan set out before lockdown hit. So I was fortunate because we kind of had all the music ready. So it was like let's just keep releasing music keep kind of creating videos from home and it was I actually really enjoyed the challenge of like finding new ways to be creative but from your bedroom like it was a really strange experience but I I I think we managed to do quite a good job of that over over this last year um that's that's been something that's definitely been you know something that a lot of, of of my guests have said and it's going back to well look all of your usual resources they're not there so it's like okay so what have we got and it's like well what you've got is basically just a punk ethic of like well I've got to go DIY I've got to literally work with what I've got in this small space here I've got to kind of do as much as I can and that I think has spurned some incredible creative output yeah, 100%. I, I remember at one point over the first lockdown, I, I opened my front door and there was like this huge VHS camera, like bigger than I've ever seen in my life. And my management had sent it to me and just said, film what you can, like film yourself getting up in the morning, film yourself doing cooking, brushing your teeth, taking a walk, whatever. I was like, I can't this is it was huge like I can't film myself taking a walk with this but fortunately my housemate was there and he helped me film some stuff and we actually came up with a really cool music video out of that so I think yeah it's been I've yeah I've really enjoyed finding new ways to do that Um, and personally have you found it it's been hard like and I think especially over the last lockdown like this this one we're in now it's kind of I do feel like it's got to that it's hit that wall and I do think a lot of um, my friends and my family are saying the same thing it's like we're just everyone's hit that point of we can't take any more of this now um 
but I've got great people around me. I'm really lucky. I know I'm really fortunate in my situation. So I've managed to, to, you know, stay pretty positive and hopeful. Um, and I'm, I'm still able to be doing my career. So I'm very lucky with that. I know. So it's, it's all good. Good. Right. Emily, let's talk records. <laughs> Track one. Emily, tell me the song that you think's got the greatest ever intro, please. The greatest ever intro to me, and this is because whenever this song comes on anywhere, anytime, any place, it makes me want to dance. And I don't dance. Like, I am probably the worst dancer you will ever... Does it stop you trying? Oh, no. Good. (laughs) (laughs) No, not at all. Um... But my song with the greatest intro ever is Do What That Thing by Lauren Hill. Oh, it's good, isn't it? It's so good. And when that's when it comes in, it's just like you just get up, you just can't help yourself, you just want to move, you just feel good. It's just like if you've had a bad day and that song comes on, it doesn't matter, nothing matters anymore. So remind me, it starts with is it just start with a piano, the ding 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 ding, and then like does she do a little bit of like, is there oohs and ahs at the beginning? Bef- ooh, yeah. Ooh, but it's yeah. And there's up. all these harmonies. Yeah. Just so feel good. And so like. And you're just waiting for that horn drop, right? The ba ba ba. Yeah. Ah, yeah. oh, wonderful. Great yeah. shirt. Great shirt. Exactly. Exactly. In fact, I desperately want to listen to that song now. I'm not going to lie. That, um, that that whole record, that first Lauren Hill album, I think that's an absolute masterpiece. I really do. So, so good. Actually, I went to see, really randomly, I went to, do you know XOYO? Of course, yeah. And they did, there was like this kind of string recreation of that whole album. Um, just with like, yeah, there were like 20 string players on the stage just doing the whole of that. First out, like it was insane. Wow, when was that? Oh, it must have been like three years ago now, maybe. Oh, <clears throat> man, I never knew about it. I would have been all over that. That's I know. Amazing. If I'm doing it again, I'll hit you up. I'll let Do you it. know. Let's go. Um, well, as, as a young artist, uh, in, in the current kind of world of, of pop, I'm just interested, um, because I sit there and I watch, I watch my kids and stuff, and and how their attention spans are moving very very quickly with Snapchat and all these uh, all these TikTok and all of these different kind of sort of things that are just swipe swipe quick 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 quick, and it's all very bite size. And um, the, the the intro that you've chose there is, is actually quite a long intro. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going round the houses with this question, but I'll get there in the end, uh, Emily. And so what? I want to know is is when you approach sort of songwriting and music and are you aware I guess with the intro more than anything that it's quite a fast-paced world of attention spans now and you've got to get them quick is that something that's a consideration for you Yeah I think I think you're right and it's not something I've ever really actively thought about but I do I do think let's get straight to the point as quick as possible. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I always like to get to the chorus as quick as possible. So the shorter the verse you can write, 
the short I love a pre that's like a line do you know what I mean and then it's just bang there's the chorus and there's the thing that draws people in so I guess it's something I I hadn't really consciously thought I was doing but yeah I definitely would agree with that that no long intros sadly in my world (laughs) but I think like I think like Lauren Hill gets away with that intro because it's so it draws you in immediately doesn't it like and I I think that could be a product of when it was released um, because I guess when that come out which was I reckon that was a lot longer ago than I'd actually like to imagine. Um, but when, when that come out, I guess records like that were still getting played on the radio. Whereas now, commercial radio, it is far more, right, you've got two and a half minutes, make it count. Yeah. It feels like that to me anyway. And I think, would that record, if it come out today from a new artist, would that would they have to do an edit of that and cut straight in with them horns? Do you know what I'm saying? No, you're right. You're right. They don't even let you finish your song these days. As <laughs> <laughs> soon as they come, they jump in there like, oh, that was Emily Burns. It's like, you haven't heard the best bit yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to um, I'm gonna take you back now for track two, please. And it's the first song you remember hearing that had an emotional impact on you, please. Yes. So this is, you might not believe me because I think I was around five at the time, but I I kind of grew up in a really musical household. Like my dad was very musical. My mum loved music. My brother played guitar as well. So I just like, I grew up with music around me. And I remember being five and hearing Macy Gray, I Try for the first time. And just being like, what is this? Like, you know, that feeling of just, music does something to us right and that and I genuinely can remember being that young and thinking like this is incredible I love this I love music um and then from that point on I just would sing it everywhere we went like I think I probably drove my parents wild because I just wouldn't stop and like at any opportunity I'd get up in public places and perform it and like I remember this one time we were on a family holiday and I just took it upon myself to like stand on this box in the market <laughs> and start singing Macy Gray, I try. And we got like a little bit of a crowd gathered because I was five, six at the time, to be fair to me, I wasn't very good. But um, yeah, I just, I have some really good memories with that song. It's one of those that like still, whenever it comes on, you sort of put the windows down in your car and you just like, feel good it's feel good it it's is. just a beautiful song it's, it's it's a wonderful record and and what was the what was the emotion if you had to pinpoint it the emotion I think just like joy I know that sounds really Not cheesy at all. Not at all. I think I think it was just a real start for me of realizing that music is such a beautiful thing that makes you feel you know physically something incredible and and do you know what I I totally get that and 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 a a few people have sort of answered very similar to that insofar as like it's the first time like they felt music 
rather than just heard it. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think that's it. And I think it helped that it was like an important song to, to my parents as well and they loved it and like... It's just, it was, I think, one of those times where it's just, like, realising as well that music brings people together. Um, yeah, it's a very special song to me, and I still love it dearly, and I, I just think it's amazing. And at five years old, did you think she sounded like Marge Simpson? <laughs> Do you know what? That is a great shout. Is, I've never actually personally... I've probably just spoilt that record for you. Now. 100%. It's ruined. It is ruined. No, I didn't make that connection, but you know what? When we're done, I'm going to go have a listen and I'll let you know. Okay, mate. All right, for track three, um, the song that reminds you of your time at school, please, Emily. Okay, there was, like, there was a good few considerations and contenders for this one you can have honorable mentions okay my well it was almost gonna be one republic stop and stare mm-hmm. i think because well just the there were quite a few one republic songs that i remember just like came on at school discos and stuff and it's like um the kind of like throw your arms around your mates like that feeling um that's that's it was nearly gonna be that but then it just got just overtaken by the script the man who can't be moved um which i think was like a huge it was played everywhere um when i was at school and um I actually remember going to see them with some school friends, just like screaming every lyric. It was such a that special gig, and yeah, it's just one of those. It's just one of those songs. I remember like being in the back of the car with my mum driving me to football on a Wednesday night, and that song coming on, and just like even my mum would just bless her. She can't sing at all. She wouldn't mind me saying that, <laughs> but it's one of those songs that everyone just wants to sing along to, right? Um, so yeah, I'd say that reminds me of my school days. So in regards to school days, good times? Very good times, actually, yeah. I had some really good times. I had some good friends and good friends who, like, I'm still really good friends with now as well, which is lovely. And where where was school, Emily? Where did you grow up? I grew up in rugby, do you know rugby? Kind of like right in the middle of England. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I, I I was really fortunate with my school days. Like, and actually, don't want to sound like a massive nerd, but I really enjoyed learning and and like um, doing my A levels and stuff. I I genuinely really enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> I'm not making myself sound particularly cool here. What did you want to be when you was at school? A singer. A singer. So An artist, yeah. Was that encouraged at your school? Do you know what? No, like it wasn't at all. It was. I went to a really academic school um, where genuinely the focus for everyone was like, you get through this and you go to university. Um, and I think I, I think... I was 
one of maybe two people in my whole year that didn't end up going to university because I just didn't want to like I knew I've known since I was really young that I wanted to do music and it just didn't feel like there was anything else that made me feel the way music makes me feel so I thought there's no point if I can give this a go and try and make a career of it why not and fortunately my parents were really really supportive we spoke with the school and they ended up being so supportive they let me have so much time off to be traveling to London working with producers building my kind of musical network whilst I was still studying so I ended up probably spending like three days at school two days in London for the last year or so um and they were they, they yeah they they were super supportive and they really wanted me to succeed and now they're like I'll go back and do performances there and stuff like that oh, so it's, it's yeah it's lovely and um I think they're proud of me which is really nice so if you're looking for plump lips that last you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers with Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC your lip look whether it's subtle or bold can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today that's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I like to ask guests when they were at school if they were confident, but... I mean, before you'd even got to school, you're standing on boxes in marketplaces singing Macy Gray to strangers. <laughs> <laughs> Did that confidence ever disappear? Uh, do you know what? I think when it comes to performing, I've always been really confident. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I've had moments of absolute, like, I want to throw up. I'm so nervous moments um, through my career. But... 
when it comes to actually like getting up on stage I am I've always been really confident and I'm lucky with that because I just it's like it's kind of different person in a way I get on stage and it's like oh you just sort of forget everything else but in real life situations sometimes I I would say I'm quite a shy person Um, give me an example I don't know, just, just kind of those situations of, like, meeting friends' friends or meeting people you don't know for the first time. I'm definitely, like, a little bit more quiet in those situations, a bit more introspective. But then I'll get up on stage and perform to a room full of people I've never met. So it doesn't – those two things don't really make sense to me. Yeah. But um, your question, yes, I think I've always been confident as a performer – but maybe not so confident as myself. Yeah. What about drive? You're driven. Yes. <laughs> you're in a yeah. very you're in a tough industry. So you know, I, I I'm always fascinated when I speak to musicians and actors. You know, to find out how driven they are. I'm yet to meet anyone that said, "No, nah, not really." imagine that's kind of the short answer um no I I I, I'm really driven I'm very I'm very driven I've always been like super ambitious um and you're right it is a very hard industry and there's definitely been moments through my career of like massive knockbacks and when I first moved to London there were so many more no's than there were yeses and I think it does take a really kind of thick skin and a lot of persistence and perseverance to actually mentally go on with it and to kind of keep tackling the music industry when there's so many doors closing in front of you all the time. But I just, I don't know, I've always had quite a lot of belief in myself. And I'm, as I said before, I'm lucky that I've had that belief from my family and my friends around me. So I've just never wanted to actually stop. I never wanted to give up. There's never been a point where I've gone like, no, this is it now. I'm going to go do something else. Um, so, yeah, I would say I'm. that was a long way of saying, yes, I'm pretty driven. Good. <laughs> what was the first song you remember buying from a record shop, Emily? So... This is not particularly cool to say, but I don't think I actually ever, as a quite a young person, I don't think I ever went in to a record shop and like physically bought. bought. Sure, is that is that bad? That's no, bad. no, it just means that like you're you're young. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It, I I just I don't remember actually doing that, but I remember like on Christmas Day, opening CDs that my parents, or sorry, Santa, got for me. Spoiler alert. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully there's no one too young listening to this. Um, and I remember just being like overwhelmed and so excited. And I remember getting a Walkman this one time. Um, and like I used to sit in the back of my parents' car just like, listening to my Walkman, playing all these CDs that they'd bought for me. And I remember this one particular album. I think it was a self-titled album from Corinne Bailey Ray, like the first one she ever released. I think it was just called Corinne Bailey Ray. 
And um, obviously that album is full of amazing tracks. And Put Your Records On is still one of my favourite go-to songs that I cover all the time. It's just a feel-good summer amazing tune. But there's one song on that album called Like A Star. And just every time that song comes on, I think it starts with like this weird D minor chord. Every time it plays, I'm like, hairs on the body stand up. Her voice is just beautiful. It's such a beautiful lyric. Um, and there's, yeah, there's just so many lyrics. There's like a lyric in that song that's like, just like oil on my hands. I don't know. It just, it's such a, what's the word visceral that's not the right word is it yeah Yeah, it makes you just physically feel things that song um so yeah I'd I'd say that's probably well not the first song I ever bought from a record store it's a long way around your your question but that's what stands out to me I tell you what your summer mixtapes shaping up pretty good because both of them Corinne Bailey Ray uh records are incredible Macy Gray, Laura Neal. That's a really good summer mixtape. If I was to put one together, they'd all be on there. So, uh, so yeah, you're putting together a great little mixtape so far. Um, you're talking about listening to, to your Walkman in the back of your folks' car and stuff. Um, and you said that your parents were, were very musical. So, growing up, I, I presume there was music on at home a lot. And if so, what sort of stuff was you getting sort of exposed to musically? Yeah, again, I think I was really lucky because... M- my parents were like they want they were always listening to like true songwriters do you know what I mean like the police um Elton John Joni Mitchell the stereophonics even like and I think I just always grew up knowing what a real what a kind of verse pre-chorus chorus but like, I, I knew the structure of a pop song kind of before I even started writing them just because it was kind of ingrained in me from the music that I've been listening to growing up so yeah I think I think I was lucky that they had good taste definitely okay for track five I'm going to ask you for the song that well I'm not even going to say soundtracked I'm going to say soundtracks because you know you're young you're probably still at clubbing the song that soundtracks your years in Clubland, please, Emily. Okay, do you know what? The, the reason that I've given the answer I've given for this question is because I'm not actually a clubber. Like, I I, I don't really club very much, if I'm honest. Um, What's a night out for Emily Burns, then? I love a pub. <laughs> They're the best, right? They're the best. I love a pub, or I just love a good bar. Or somewhere there's live music on or something like that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I've never, I've never, and I do enjoy it. Every time I go to a club, like I do have a really good night and I do have a good time, but it's just not something I've done much of, if I'm honest, in my life. So my answer <laughs> for this is Wanna Be by the Spice Girls. Because, hear me out. It's the kind of song, and I've one of my really good friends, Lauren, is like the biggest Spice Girls fan in the world. And so whenever, it's often when I do end up going out, it's like to somewhere like Pop World or something like that. 
one of those places and she'll always request this song always and it's like one of those that everyone you know whether you're in your 80s or you're 18 everyone knows that song right yeah I mean that's, that's got a good intro that grabs you straight exactly, from the off exactly and it's one that like whenever it comes on you just like, drag everyone to the dance floor and you're gonna have a dance and you're gonna sing it um again I don't dance so I usually just you know sway a little bit <laughs> people that can't see that I mean, he's just doing an example of swaying yeah that's it wasn't, it wasn't the best my best move <laughs> okay well i'm going to take you home for track six um and ask you for a favorite song from an artist from your home county please emily okay this was actually like a little bit more tricky because i i was born in scotland um and i was born in a place called Livingston. So I was kind of like trying to look for arts from Livingston or West Lothian. Um, and the nearest I've found is Edinburgh because Livingston's pretty close to Edinburgh. So hopefully you don't mind me saying. I'll let, you off. I'll let you off. Thank you. I appreciate that. Cause I was going over to Glasgow and I was like, he's not going to let me have that. But <laughs> <laughs> So I've gone with Edinburgh. I've gone with Katie Tunstall. Because again, like growing up, she was someone that I looked at and I was like, wow, she's like a woman playing the guitar, writing songs. I like really looked up to her and, and still do. I think she's a brilliant artist. Um, but she's got this one track called Heal Over. And it's just a really special song to me. It just makes me feel um, happy. <laughs> Um, and it's like probably the most interesting chord progression I've ever heard in a song ever. Like, and I, I've, I've tried to cover it myself and I sit down and I'm like, why does this sound so weird? Like it just, the, it doesn't really make sense that the chords that she plays sound nice together, but she just, I don't know what she does, but she just got this way of making it sound brilliant. Um, it's a beautiful song. It's very special, personally. So yeah, Katie's on the Soul Heal Over. It's a great record, and and I, I mean, a lot of people kind of throw a lot of respect to to Ed Sheeran for being this master of guitar pedals and loops and stuff like that. Way before that, I remember seeing Katie Tunstall on Jules Holland or something like that, and I was like, "Who the hell is this? And what is she doing?" It was like. I'd never seen anything like it before, and it, it blew my mind. It was um, Black Horse and the Cherry Tree, right? Because she did the woo yeah, 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 like, yeah, smacking the guitar, and I remember, I remember seeing that as well, and just being like, "What the hell?" And she called, "Are you, are you allowed to swear on this?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she called it a wee bastard, right? That's right. <laughs> that was what she called this loop loop pedal kind of. And it was, I think, the same one that Ed Sheeran yeah. used. Um, and I remember watching, and I'll hold my hands up and say, after that, I bought one. Yeah. <laughs> I bet sales but, of that went through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't ever end up actually working out very well for me. Um, not as well as Kate Tunson, Ed Sheeran, unfortunately. But yeah, she's an amazing artist. Mm. Amazing artist. Absolutely. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right, it's your last song, and this is when you can play DJ now, Emily, and turn someone onto something new. So for track seven, uh, I'm going to ask you for a song that many may not know that you would like them to hear, please. Okay, this is this was one I had to actually think quite long and hard about because I thought this is my opportunity. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. To let people know to to spread some good music to the people. Um, I've chosen a song called Bathwater by Wesley. Um, More people than I think might know them, but um, Wesley are amazing and they've got some amazing, amazing tunes. Another song called Tongue Tied, which is just like, it's one of those hit you in the heart songs. It, when you went to say that, you drew a big breath, like it took your breath away. About just yeah. thinking about it, it really is. And there's this part that kind of escalates into the chorus. That just every time it happens, I just it's kind of like out of body. And I know that sounds really cheesy and weird to say, but it's just one of those songs that makes you feel amazing. That's not the song that I've chosen. <laughs> <laughs> I've chosen this song called Bathwater because again, and it's it's I wouldn't say it's an intro, but it just hits you from the off. It just kind of comes in with this amazing lyric of you know how to make me want you drunk again, sipping on your bathwater. And it's like the weirdest, most twisted kind of and I remember hearing it for the first time, just think, did they really just say that? Like, is that genuinely the lyric? I hope that is the lyric and I've got it right. <laughs> you know, when you you sing the wrong lyrics to yourself all the time, maybe I've been doing that, but amazing so, song. I mean, give give listeners an idea of kind of what they can expect from it. What sort of, what sort of vibe is it? It's pretty, um, it's quite synthy. It's quite, it's very vocal driven, to be honest. Like when that first, what I was just saying, when that first lyric comes in, it's just vocals. It's just like super dry, very kind of close in your ears. I love that about music when it's just like the, the kind of talking in your ears. Um, yeah, very synthy, pretty poppy. I, I, I'm a very pop, as you can probably tell from a lot of my choices I'm, I love pop music I'm a massive pop head so I, I, I would put it in a pop category um, yeah wonderful well 
people can go and listen to it, Emily, because I put together a Spotify playlist of all the songs that uh, you've chosen, and uh, and we'll add that to the bio of the the, the show notes, so people can go and, and get stuck into all of your choices. So as we uh, are ploughing into 2021 now, um, what are you looking forward to personally uh, coming from this year, and what's coming up professionally? Personally, I'm looking forward to seeing my family again. Like, and it does feel, as we were saying at the start, it does feel that that's on the way now, which is lovely. My brother and his wife have just had a baby like two weeks ago who I obviously haven't met yet, and I'm just desperate to meet him. Um, so first and foremost, as soon as we can, I'm going to be going seeing all my family. Um and on a career level, I just can't wait to play live again. I'm sure that's probably what a lot of people you're asking are saying. Because yeah. I think I, I was supposed to, yeah, my tour has been postponed several times, as has everyone's. Um, so I'm desperate to get back on the road, to get touring, to get playing live. There's nothing like the feeling of getting on stage and playing in front of a room full of people. Um, I don't know what festivals are, I don't think there's going to be much festival much on the festival front this year but again <clears throat> if there's any opportunities I'm going to be there even just as a listener do you know yeah. I mean I, I, I said to my mate the other day he was like I bet you can't wait to get back on stage and actually I'm almost more looking forward to just going to a gig as a um viewer a listener yeah, rather yeah. than as an artist because there's nothing like it i think i think both artists and you know attendee are both going to get like some of these early shows back i think people are going to get an experience that they've probably never experienced from live music ever i think yeah. the band are going to just be literally playing their balls off and the crowd are just going to be giving so much back because we've been starved of it right and yeah. i think it's just going to be the excitement and the anticipation and just the outpouring of joy and soul and everything i just think It'd be a two-way thing. If you're on the stage or if you're in the crowd, I think you're going to get something magical at these first shows back. Yeah, I 100% agree. I think live music's going to be like it never has before. So, yeah, I'm very, very excited to play live. Very excited to release new music and just hit 2020 hard. Hit 2020, Let's not go there. <laughs> Don't want to do that one again. <laughs> We've just missed the whole year. It we don't count, does it? Last year feels like it don't count. Yeah. I'm like, last year, oh no, not last year, the year before. Because like, last year's just not a thing. I mean, in regards to rescheduled tour dates, you know, potential festivals, new releases, where's the best place for people to find out all about Emily Burns? Best place is probably, I mean, if you go on my Spotify, just look up Emily Burns, you'll see my tour dates on there and you'll see kind of, what's upcoming you see my latest releases also instagram just emily burns music that's where i'm posting all my like tour posters and updates and stories and they're probably the best places to look wonderful well if it's cool with you we'll we'll, we'll tag you in uh, in in all the posts when this show comes out so people can go and explore if they've not done already emily thank you so much it's been a real pleasure talking records with you 
Yeah, likewise. It's a lovely way to start the day. Thanks so much. <laughs> Thank you. There you go. What a lovely chat. How smashing was Emily? Oh, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Go and check out uh, Emily's Spotify, as she mentioned. Um, obviously, she's tagged on all the socials, so go and give her a like, love, share, retweet, and all of that stuff. And, uh, and yeah, and thanks loads for listening. Thanks to Roni for sorting it out. Uh, really appreciate her organising that chat. And, yeah, as mentioned at the beginning, go and have a look in the archives. Go and have a listen to some other chats. Go and, like, trawl through 250 episodes, and I'm sure you'll go, oh, Oh, I love him. I love her. I'm going to go and have a listen. Um, and yeah, you can do that at www.offthebeatandtrackpodcast.com or just find us on iTunes, Spotify, Acast, or wherever you get your podcasts. If I had to ask for a big favour, I'd say subscribe. That really helps. If you can subscribe, I'd really appreciate that. Um, and if you see us on the socials, um, as I just mentioned to do with Emily, if you see Off the Beat and Track, we're on all of the uh, platforms. Give us a like, love, and a share, and a retweet, and uh, one of the little thumbs-up things. It's much appreciated. Anyway, I'm done. Thanks ever so much for listening. Thanks once more to Emily. I'll see you next time. Have a lovely week. Be excellent to each other. See you soon. Bye-bye. I've got an announcement. Save Our Souls Clothing. www.sosclothing.co.uk Why am I telling you this? Because they're our official sponsor. Yeah, that's right. Go and check them out because their clothing is off the scale. You're going to love it. So they've decided they want to be our sponsor, which is amazing. And what I have to do is I have to tell you about why they're amazing. So here's a little bit of blurb. So they've only been going a year. And they're based in Southend-on-Sea, just up the road from me. They put the company together based on a, a love of tattoos and alternative music. And they've worked with some of the greatest artists around the world to produce these items of clothing that are as unique as you lot. All of the designs are printed using biodegradable, sustainable and water-based inks. In addition to that, they only print on garments made by members of Fairwear Foundation. I mean, come on, great clothing and a conscience. Since going live in April last year, they've seen their audience grow massively and are now selling orders all across the world. And they were recognised by Cosmopolitan magazine as one of the best sustainable clothing brands alongside names such as Stella McCartney. I mean, that's quite a first year, right? So, go and check them out because they've put a lot of love into supporting this podcast and I couldn't be happier. What else they've done is they've given you 15% off. So if you head over to www.sosclothing.co.uk do a bit of shopping, see what you like, throw it in the basket, and then on the way out, put in the discount code BEAT15. B-E-A-T-1-5. And that'll save you 15% off. Amazing, right? www.sosclothing.co.uk Official sponsors of Off The Beaten Track Podcast. It's Off The Beaten Track Podcast on the Distraction Pieces Network. Keep me... St-